Hello and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today, the Doc is in to answer the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Let's hear what he has to say. I am so excited about this new podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm elated that people actually want it, and I'm even more excited that I get to be a part of it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. As we take this journey together, understanding that life is tough, and that we all have questions about some of the tough things in life, I look forward to doing my best with God's help to answering some of these questions. The first question that we're gonna address in this inaugural podcast is why do bad things happen to good people? First, let me say thank you for the question. Secondly, this is a question that's been around as long as man, I'm pretty sure. It's been asked through the ages, and I've asked this question over and over again. However, I must confess that the question itself is flawed. Let me explain. The question states, why do bad things happen to good people? As we seek to answer it, let's walk into it backwards. What I mean is at the end of the question, it's implied explicitly that there are good people. Based on the context of Scripture, the Bible would teach that people in and of themselves are not good. Let me explain. Hold on now. Let me explain. Psalm 14 verse 1 says, there is no one who does good. The psalmist continues in Psalm 53, 3, everyone has turned away. Everyone, that'd be you and me. It says, everyone has turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Solomon is believed to be the wisest man that ever lived. And in one of the books that he wrote in the scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 20, Solomon writes, Indeed, there is no one on earth who is righteous, no one who does what is right and never sins. The Bible continues to teach when we flip over in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul actually writes in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Simply stated, the Bible teaches that you and I, that all of mankind, we are not perfect. So in the context of good and bad, good would be defined as God because God is good. Man would be defined as bad because man is not God. There is only one God and we are not Him. How are we not good? If we were to back up all the way to the Genesis of the Scripture, in the book of Genesis, which literally means beginning, we'll see that mankind, both Male and female were created in the image of God. This means that man, Adam, and Eve, the mother of the human race, that Adam and Eve were created perfectly. They were without sin. There were other attributes of God that they had as well. But namely, in this context, they were without sin. They were good. But in Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve, disobeyed God, and as a result of Adam's disobedience, sin entered the world through him, and that sin infected everyone who has been born since, including you and me. So in Romans 5.12, speaking of the fall of man in Genesis 3, 
Paul writes in Romans 5, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, referring to Adam, and death through sin, referring to the fact that none of us are perfect anymore, and in this way death came to all people because all have sinned. So first and foremost, if we address the question, why do bad things happen to good people, we actually have to admit or confess that none of us are actually good in and of ourselves. When it comes to it, we shouldn't expect good things to happen to us because by definition, we are simply in and of ourselves not good. We are sinful humanity. The question should really be rephrased, why do good things happen to bad people? And why do good things happen to bad people? It's because Romans 5, 8 tells us that God demonstrated His love for us, that sinful humanity, those of us knowing we're not good, says God demonstrated His love for us that while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. Because we were sinners, because we were not good in and of ourselves, because we were separated with God because of our sin, God loved us enough to send the Lord Jesus Christ who was tempted in every way as a human, fully God, but became fully man, tempted in every way, yet without sin. He was not infected of sin because he was not born of Adam, not born of human. He was born of God the Holy Spirit who supernaturally touched the Virgin Mary, born as a human, God in the flesh, lived a perfect life, meaning he never sinned, he was never bad, always good, 100% perfect, died on the cross, was raised from the dead so that we could have life. So good things happen to bad people in that we're sinners. If we place our faith in Christ, we can fully be forgiven. So I think the question could be better written, and I've asked it too, so I'm talking to me as well. I think the question could be better written or rephrased to ask, why do bad things happen to Christians? To those of us who've placed our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and He's taking care of our sin. He's washed it away, never to be brought up again. So why do bad things happen to us, those of us who've made the conscious choice to surrender our life to the Lord Jesus Christ? These things happen, these bad things happen in life because we live in a fallen world. When Adam and Eve sinned, not only was Adam's sin passed to you and me, to everybody that's been born, but according to Genesis 3, verses 1 through 19, the Bible teaches that the world itself is also under a curse. And as a result, people die, people get sick. Bad things happen. People are not puppets. God didn't make puppets. He made people. And because of that, people have a choice. And people every day choose to do wrong. And sometimes you and I may experience pain as a result of the wrong choices that people make. Sometimes we may face trials or tribulations because of bad choices that we make. And sometimes... We just face challenges, whether they be trials or tribulations, 
just because the world itself is a fallen world that we live in. Because the world is under a curse, because sin has entered the world, trials and tribulations come. The Lord Jesus himself in John chapter 16 verse 33 told his followers, those that would be followers of Christ, which we would call Christians, he said, in this world you will have trouble. So we know that we'll have trouble because the, sin, the world itself is cursed because of sin. There's a second reason I'm convinced that we have uh, trials and troubles in this life, and that's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. The Bible writes, Praise be to God the Father and of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. Listen to this part. Who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Sometimes we go through challenges, trials, or tribulations so that God can comfort us and then we can use the testimony of our own trial to help bring comfort to someone else. An example of that is my wife and I experienced four miscarriages as we were hoping to build a very large family. In the midst of trying to build that family, the Lord gave us two beautiful girls inside and out. They're beautiful, and they serve the Lord faithfully even today. But we were hoping for many more children, and we lost four in the process. Each of those miscarriages were extremely difficult. They were very hard. They hurt from the inside out. However, as God brought comfort into our life with each one of those, he also brought ministry opportunities in the future that my wife and I were able to come alongside couples that also would experience the tragedy of the loss of a potential child. And we were able to bring comfort to them. I have a friend who experienced brain cancer. The Lord healed him of that brain cancer. He now is looking for ways to minister to people who also are going through the challenge of facing cancer. So as we go through a trial, a trial, God can use that to help us bring comfort to others. Another reason we go through trials in this fallen world can be found in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. To abbreviate those verses, simply put, they teach that trials and tribulations come to make us stronger. It's because of the trials and tribulations we go through that we can develop perseverance, that we can develop stronger character. So as we go through these and trust God to bring us out on the other side, instead of being bitter, we can actually become better. So why do we go through trials? We live in a fallen world. We go through trials so that God can comfort us and we too can comfort others that would go through a similar or same trial and also so that it could grow us in our character and make us stronger. And finally, as we're considering why bad things happen to Christians, those of us that love Jesus, how should we handle trials and tribulations when they come? I believe the Bible teaches at least three ways for us to handle them. And one is that we're to be encouraged as we go through trials. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18 literally teaches, as bad 
as it can get. Going through a trial or a tribulation, as bad as it gets, these trials will not last forever, and our reward in heaven is far greater. Listen to verse 17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So be encouraged. What you're going through, the pain that you might be experiencing, the trials or tribulations that you faced or that you will face, they will not last forever and your reward in heaven will be even greater. Second way we can handle trials and tribulations in a godly way is not only be encouraged but be certain. Be certain that God is working even in and through your trials. In Romans 8, 28, it says, In all things, God works together for good for those that love the Lord and been called according to this purpose. If through faith in Jesus Christ, God has called you out of your sin, you have a relationship with Him, know that God will take the good and the bad. God will take that which is easy and that which is hard, and He will work it together for good even in your life. So be encouraged that it will get better. Be certain that God will use it even in your life. And lastly, be smart. In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Solomon, the wisest who ever lived, writes, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your path. Just know, bad things do happen even to Christians because we live in a fallen world. However, we can be encouraged. We can be certain that God is in control. And certainly we need to be smart and follow the Lord Jesus all the days of our life. I hope this helps you as you continue to process some of these tough questions. Bring them to me and I'll certainly give you straight answers. Whatever you do, Remember as we move forward, God loves you and so do we. Have a great week. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com. 